Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and fabulous Friday morning. Hope everybody had a good night's rest and ready to hit the day running. Yeah, thank goodness it is Friday. Thank goodness we are forgiven. Forgiven. <laughs> Get out here in a second. But uh, but I hope everybody's ready for the weekend. Calling for snow as to how much we get. Don't have a clue. Yeah, it's varying from forecast to forecast. So who knows? We might get nothing. We might get a lot. That's pretty much about what the weather person says. Is um, and so they can uh, cover their own fannies. They uh, so they're never wrong, but they're always wrong. So you never know what to believe anymore. <laughs> but anyway, be prepared. Get your milk and bread, nonetheless. So, but uh, who we got watching this morning? We got Karen Smith. We got Tracy Little, Angel Dixon, Mike Hensley, Jennifer Honeycutt, Brandy Boyd Young. So appreciate all you wonderful people for tuning in this morning. Well, let's go ahead and let's do our pledge of allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord. We get to say that pledge each and every morning, at least for now anyway, until we become more communist, I guess. But, you know, I say that jokingly, but, uh, you know, sadly, the... Liberals continue to get their way. That's about where they're headed. He's talking about all the empty shelves and all the stores and stuff right now. And said that many of the immigrants who've come over in the 80s said that very similar to what they left in Germany. And sad situation it really is. This whole administration is a complete and total joke. Even their own members, like was it Abrams and Georgia stood up, uh, stood him up in, uh, uh, in her own rally. <laughs> so it's it's pitiful, it really is. And then they said that uh, Biden and uh, sort of Meyer or whatever her name is, that uh, the Supreme Court justice judge, tried to do some really sneaky, terrible things with these businesses, uh, in uh, regard to this uh, whole uh, uh, shot fiasco for this virus. And uh, I tell you guys, I'm. You know, I, like I said, I don't doubt that, I mean, I know for a fact this virus, uh, I hate that stupid uh, well pump just pump, come on. I'm sorry about that. Uh, every time somebody turns on the water or something, that's when it, it wants to come on. But anyway, uh, you know, I, I know the virus is real. In fact, I've, we've, we've lost a lot of people because of it. But as far as the effectiveness of this shot, I really don't know if it's if it's even... You know, there's so many people I've, I've talked to who've got received all the shots and still getting COVID. So, in fact, I was listening to something earlier today that uh, uh, that it may these shots, when it's hurting the antibodies, it may be even making it worse uh, in regards to catching uh, the virus. So, I don't know, but I apologize again. I hope you can hear me okay. I, I hate that stupid pump with a passion. I apologize. But anyway, um, let's go ahead and look at our verse of discussion this morning. Now that I'm done with my political rant, there's more I was going to say, but that uh, pump got me sidetracked, so you probably you may be glad. So, But uh, let's look at our verse. We're looking at Psalm 23, very familiar passage of Scripture, a passage I've read many times at a graveside, but uh, I think it's not one that uh, is applicable to us each and every day. And I'm going to read the entire passage uh, here, but... Um, it says, the Lord is my shepherd, a psalm of David. 
Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for, my na for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Beautiful passage of scripture. Very comforting passage of scripture. Uh, in fact, my grandfather, he says, one of the first uh, verses he ever memorized was Psalm 23. You know, it's, uh, there's a lot of people out there who battle and deal with loneliness. I mean, you could be in a crowd full of people and still feel lonely. And, uh, you know, that's something that uh, prior to uh, getting married, living on my own, that's something I, I dealt with a lot was dealing with loneliness and uh, living by myself, it uh, wasn't fun, I'll be honest with you. You come home to empty house day in and day out, it wasn't a lot of fun. But, you know, when you have Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, you're never truly alone. You know, you have him there to talk to. You have him there to comfort you. You have him there to uh, give you that strength to endure you're never alone. You've always got Jesus Christ with you. And I think that's what a lot, a lot of times when people feel that sense of loneliness, they're look with, looking inwardly at themselves, looking at maybe something they think that they don't have, when it should be counting the blessings of the things that they do have and praising God daily that he walks with you, he talks with you, that Jesus Christ is there each and every day. So there's never a feeling of being lonely. And that's why I always love these, these passages. And one, one reason why I read this uh, in a funeral-type setting is to make people realize and understand you are never alone through life and through death. You know, so many people, you know, I, I've told you this before, that are so terrified of dying. But we know that when we die, we're immediately in the presence of God, that He is right there with us. So, you know, there's nothing to be afraid of. So that is, when you know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, there's no black void. There's no uh, time lapse of, of dis despair and fear God is with you in life and death. He is continually right there with you. So you're, you're never, ever alone. But before that you can um, um, have that assurance of not being lonely, of knowing that Christ is always there, first you have to make the Lord your shepherd. That's the very thing that we see in verse 1 here is that uh, uh, is to believe in him, to believe in the Father's name, believe in Jesus Christ. Once you accept Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, then he is your shepherd. And then you know, when the shepherd watches over his flock, you know, he, it, of course, you know, you read in the New Testament how he left the 99 for the one. And, uh, you know, I've loved the video. I've told you all this before, and you all may have seen it, where it shows the, the shepherd trying to get this sheep out of this ditch line and it's stuck and he's pulling and tugging finally gets the thing out it comes out takes off running jumps in the air and goes right back in that same ditch so many times i feel like it, it describes our christian life over and over that you know here we get ourselves stuck oh lord help me help me the lord pulls us out what do we do we take off running jump in the air go right back in the same place we just had asked for help from but thank God that he is the shepherd and he watches out for us and he looks out for us each and every day. And uh, um, I was going to read this here. So a little girl had learned Psalm 23, 1 in Sunday school, but she slightly misquoted it as the Lord is my shepherd. I've got all I want. But even though she misquoted it, she got it right. If you have such as a one as the Lord, as your good shepherd, then you can truly say, I've got all I want. The first step to contentment is to know that the Lord Jesus is your personal shepherd. 
You know, we are to be content in all things. That's what Paul said, to be content in all things. Be content with what you have, what God has given you. And I think when we feel that sense of loneliness, sometimes it feels like, you know, well, uh, you know, why does this person have this and I don't have this? And, uh, or, you know, you have that, um, uh, you covet what your neighbor has that you feel like you should have uh, because of your endeavors and, and your work ethic. And uh, they say like everything's handed to one person, but you're scrimping and scraping for everything that you need and want, you know. But, um, you know, we need to be uh, understand that uh, God provides that spiritual food. That's what the shepherd does. He provides the food for his flock. And that's what uh, God's word is. That is that food. You know, we have, we have that spiritual hunger. That's one reason why that we have so many anemic Christians out there, because they're not spending that right time in the word. They're not getting their daily bread, if you will. And uh, we need to be hungry for the word each and every day. And that's why we have anorexic Christians out there who can't give a strong defense. When the devil attacks, they can't defend it because they don't know God's word. And that's one reason we got to have that, is to be strengthened with the things that uh, uh, God has given us. And also he gives us that uh, spiritual drink. You know, he leads me by still waters. He gives us that. Uh, Jesus, the good shepherd, cried out, If any man is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being shall flow rivers of living light, living water. I'm sorry. But, uh, but he's talking about the Holy Spirit there that uh, helps sustain us. Remember, the Holy Spirit, the parakletos, that when Jesus ascended, the Holy Spirit descended. And that's what, as our, our encourager, that helper that gets us through the day. The Holy Spirit, the, the third person of the Trinity. You know, and, of course, I know I understand that uh, the, the understanding of the Trinity can be somewhat complicated to understand. But we know that they're three in one. And, uh, you know, it's, um, but we have that comforter. We have the Holy Spirit that helps us every day. Remember, the Holy Spirit comes to us that immediately when we come to know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior. You know, I've had people say, uh, well, pray that this person receives the Holy Spirit. Well, once you come to know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, you're automatically filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, there's some out there, uh, you know, I've told you all before about this lady I talked to, and she has some far-out, um, hyper-charismatic beliefs and uh, so my husband needs to know to have the Holy Spirit. And I try to explain to her, he's got it. No, no, he don't. I, I ain't going to sit and argue with her. You know, I mean, you just, you know, what Proverbs tell us, argue not with the foolish, you come like them yourself. Sometimes it just ain't worth your time to, you know, to waste with some people. But um, nonetheless, uh, you know, we see here in God's Word, it says, He restores my soul. You know, He gives us that spiritual restoration. Uh, you know, there is, um, uh, sometimes we, we, we tend to, to stray you know, I like what Dad has always said. You know, somebody says, well, I've backslid. He said, well, you had to be somewhere before you could backslide. You know, and sometimes it's easy to stray. Sometimes it's easy to uh, get caught up in the things of the world. Sometimes it's easy to pull away. Maybe you got hurt by somebody in the church. Maybe, uh, you know, it is uh, you had a bad experience uh, with, with a church member or a pastor. You know, any number of things. And uh, Or, you, you know, I've seen this happen a lot of times. People attend church regularly. They get married, never see them again. You know, sometimes they go to another church. Sometimes they don't go. They quit going to church altogether, and their life's falling apart. You know, because they quit putting God first. You know, it's so easy to uh, miss a Sunday. You think, well, the following Sunday comes, you make another excuse, make another excuse. They say, no, you're out, and you're not only going to church, you're not reading your Bible, you're, you're straying farther and further away from the things of God. But praise God that. Excuse me. Just like a street sheep can stray from the path, uh, he uh, that's one thing that um, uh, God is. He is uh, proactive. He comes after us, and um, you know. But you know, 
but we can always come back. You know, Jesus is always there. You know, God never went anywhere. We may try to run and hide and do what we want to do, but God never goes anywhere. And so we can always restore our souls back to that right relationship. And that's same true for each and every day we sin and we mess up. He can restore us back to that right relationship with him. We ask for forgiveness. We're immediately restored back to the position we need to be in. And, uh, you know, that's one thing that we can't do. There's people out there who think that you can lose your uh, salvation you cannot if once you accept jesus christ your personal lord and savior and you meant that your name's written on the land's big of life and it will not be erased however uh you should be bearing fruit it should be showing evidence that you've made that change if you say oh, i got saved but you're going right back in the world and showing no sign of change whatsoever in your thought process talking acting you're uh, still at parting begs to wonder if you really understood it and you really meant what uh, those words were saying, you know. So, but nonetheless, we can uh, uh, be restored back. And plus, you know, he guides me in paths of righteousness. That's one thing that, uh, that God's word does. It gives us that spiritual guidance that we need. Uh, you know, it is God's word tells us go this way. Don't go that way. That kind of, you know. A lot of people say, well, I need discernment. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. And that's why it takes time. That's why it takes prayer. When people are trying to seek out a new position, should I quit my job? Should I, you know, I've been thinking about starting my own business or going taking this other job, maybe more lucrative. What should I do? And all they can tell people to do is spend that time in prayer. You know, seek the Lord's guidance. Ask for it to be discerning and be sensitive to leading the Holy Spirit each and every day. And, you know, sometimes you may get an immediate answer and sometimes it may take a while. But that's why I don't like to make snap decisions. You know, if somebody asks me something, you know, or I got, you know, whether it's a purchase of some kind, always sleep on it, you know, and think about it. And don't, if somebody's pressuring you to make a snap decision, I just don't think that's of God. You know, my daughter, she's wanting to uh, go on a cruise, and I, I told her no, I didn't have a good, uh, I didn't have a piece about it. And, um, but she was, uh, the first time she brought it up to me, she's like, I need to know right now. And I said, well, you're not going to get an answer right now. I said, I don't push me. I don't like to be cornered. I don't like somebody to say, I have to make a decision right then. I said, I will pray about it. And I said, if I feel a peace about it, I don't, then I'll let you go. But if I don't, then you're not going anywhere. And, uh, and then, you know, you have that uh, same thing with uh, high-pressured sales, you know, or somebody's offering you a position. Well, I have to know immediately. And that's when you have to say, no, I've got to pray about this. And, of course, you know, like I said, it's not written in stone. But three good signs of knowing something is God's will. Is it biblical? Do you have a peace about it? Does it stay on your mind? If it hits on all three cylinders, you know, maybe a good chance that's where the Lord's leading you. If you have an, an, an easiness and anxiety about one or the other, you know, might be an answer telling you no. But again, that's not concrete. That's something you have to discern for yourself. But again, we have God's spiritual guidance. But, you know, even through the the hard times, you know, we hear that we see that when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You know, we have those times of fear. We have those times of anxiety. And that could be, you know, in a time period in someone's life when uh, maybe they're facing retirement. It could be fearful. You know, what are you going to do day to day? You're no longer having to get up and go to work each and every day. Maybe you're facing an empty nest situation. That could be fearful. You know, that's something me and Brandy's facing is Madison's going to graduate high school, or at least she better be, or I'll kill her. And, uh, uh, you know, and so she's, you know, be, she's going to be starting out in life. And so, you know, it's like, where do we go from here? You know, it's, it's kind of an odd, uh, odd feeling. You know, but or you can be like somebody like me who just has anxiety in general. You know, I have to really fight that every day. I just... 
sometimes I just force myself to get out of the house. I know it sounds crazy, but I just uh, I just face a lot of uh, a lot of anxiety. And I, and last couple of Sundays that I spoke, this is no lie. I've gotten so my gut has gotten so tore up before getting up there to preach. I have literally been throwing up before I go and go to the church, and uh, don't know why. I mean, I've I've had nerves before before speaking. But never to that extent. And the only thing I think of is just the old devil just trying to discourage me and get me down and trying to keep me from uh, getting up there and presenting God's Word. But we may face those times of trials, of, of, of dealing with a lost loved one or a friend or even a beloved pet. You know, uh, that's when I'd done my, uh, 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 my graduate studies uh, in counseling, uh, one thing we talked about in, in grief counseling was even the loss of a pet, and that can be as as anxiety-ridden and as hard as losing someone, because that pet is always there. That pet always shows conditional, unconditional love. Uh, you know, you can tell a pet anything. You know, it, 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 you, you have that bond, and I think a lot of people take it too lightly. Well, that's just a dog, or that's just a cat. No, it ain't just a dog, and not just a cat to that person, because that, that is a beloved uh, being in that home. And so you don't take that lightly. Same thing with friendship. Well, that was just a friend. As if it, sometimes you can be closer to a friend. Like my best friend Lance, me and him were like brothers. Even though we weren't blood related, we were like brothers. So to lose him was just as much of losing a family member as anyone. But we may face those trials. But one thing's for sure, though, that God is with us through those, during those times of fear and anxiety. God is there. God is walking with us. He's there with us each and every day. I will read this in closing. It says, One night David Livingstone in the heart of Africa, surrounded by hostile, angry tribes, was strongly tempted to flee. He read the Lord's words, Go therefore and teach all nations, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. He wrote in his journal, It is the word of a gentleman of this most strict and sacred honor, so there is an end of it. I will not cross furtively tonight as I intended. I feel quite calm now. Thank God. Years later, when receiving an honorary doctorate from the University of Glasgow, he said, Would you like me to tell you what supported me through all those years of exile among people whose language I could not understand and whose attitude towards me was always uncertain, often hostile? It was this, Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. On those words, I staked everything, and, every, and, and they never failed. The presence of God, the, the presence of the Good Shepherd, makes us content even in times of fear. So, my friends, when you read this verse, these verses in Psalm 23, we should, it should be met with great comfort. It should help us to understand our contentment and help us to understand we're never alone, that God is there. And through, no matter what we go through, that, we are, that God will always protect us and watch over us through life and through death. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for this time and opportunity to spread the gospel message. Lord, help us never to be fearful, to know that you're always there with us, to lead us and guide us through decisions, through life, through death. And Lord Jesus, let us depend upon you. Let us trust in you each and every day. Let us trust anew in you. And Lord, for anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. 
Lord, be with all my brothers and sisters in Christ who are watching this morning or listening. Lord, I pray that you lead God, which will protect them, keep them safe and well. Be with my family. Be with my daughter. She's driving to school. My son. And Lord, I pray that you put a hedge of protection about them. Lord, I do pray for uh, the family of Eddie Lesseur and uh, that we know that he gained his wings and uh, he's in your presence now, Lord. And Lord, I pray that you be a help them with their loss. And uh, Lord, I pray that you be with all those who are have been on social media of those who have either dealing with loss, uh, who are fighting COVID, or maybe dealing with cancer-related situations, that you bring comfort and peace to these people. And Lord, uh, just be with us this day, and let us shine, and let us do your perfect work and will. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I hope pray you all have a good and wonderful, blessed weekend. And again, thanks for tuning in, and you better... Uh, be prepared just when we don't think nothing will happen. That's when it will. And when we think something's going to happen, nothing does. So, you know, <laughs> it's better to be safe than sorry. But Lord willing, we'll see you Sunday morning at 1045 a.m. for our regular Sunday morning services. And then we'll meet back here online for 6 p.m. evening services. Hope everybody has a great day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.